0: Hi guys, here we are today with uh, Harjas Singh, uh, co-founder and chief product officer at Shares.io. Uh, Harjas, great to have you with us. How are you? Doing very good, Lawrence, and uh, thanks for having me. Appreciate that. And I have to say that actually, I never plug companies um, on our podcast, but as I've mentioned to you previously, um, I'm a huge fan of the equities market, huge fan of Shares. Um, and, and I, th- you know, I think your product, I have to say, um, I've recently started using your product and it's, it's really, it's a really well thought out uh, tool. Um, so I mean, jumping into that, you know, w- with your company, what is the background? What's the genesis? And really, what's the company mission?
1: Yeah, of course. Uh, so uh, first, uh, you know, really appreciate your kind words about the product. Uh, you know, we put in a lot of effort and thought and most importantly, executed quite quickly on that. Um, And, uh, yeah, really happy with the response that we've gotten so far Um, and really excited to improve it further. Um, So a little bit about us. We started the company last year um, and uh, me and my co-founders essentially aligned on the vision that investing essentially was a lonely single player experience. You know, uh, there were a lot of trading apps that were out there, but essentially all they offered was a single player experience. Like you go and you sign up. And either you know what you want to buy or sell and, or you're not, and it's, it's just, it's, it's like a boring experience. And what we understood was that people were discussing about trading on different platforms like discord. They had small close circle chats on WhatsApp telegram where they were communicating, discussing and informing themselves about the trading decision they wanted to make with their friends. And, essentially, they would then go on all their individual brokers and then execute on those trades. Uh, So this whole process of absorbing information, discussing, and then making the trades was disjointed. A lot of makeshift products were actually making that happen. And we wanted to essentially bring it all together. We wanted a single unified experience where you could go into the product with your friends, Discuss with them. Take a look at what their trading activity was. Inform yourself, and finally make those trades. But most importantly, we did not want this to feel like an old-school trading experience. We wanted it to feel like a social fund product for the next generation.
0: And I mean, so, so you know, it's obviously it's a huge, huge undertaking from from your behalf. I have to say, you know, there's quite a few areas that we would, I'd like to discuss with you to talk around at least. Um, I assume that beforehand, you know, you you had experience um, in the banking sector, or you would experienced trading shares, and you understood that actually trading um, equities or trading in general, it can be very very lonely. So, w- where was the original like genesis for like th- this idea, or was it something that was born out of experience or more discussion?
1: No, so I've been I've been in the the financial services industry uh, since I began my career. You know, I was ah uh, I was working. At an investment bank before uh, and then i was working most recently uh, at revolute uh, in their wealth and trading team where i kind of built out the, the trading product and i think my experience there really taught me that uh, oftentimes uh, people signing up to trading products don't really know what they're doing and trading is just complex as, as a domain uh, right to like inform yourself to like understand what your next trading moves should be and uh, what what i understood was that if we could build a social experience uh, around trading, uh, that is something that could not only help people make those decisions, but also solve that barrier uh, of of misinformation and and lack of education. Uh, And, you know, like this has been done in a lot of other verticals, like you have sport, you have gaming, and there's been kind of social layers built around these verticals. And that has really, really supercharged the experience. So my hypothesis was very simple. It was like, the social experience has to be baked into the product. It can't be an afterthought. And I think with a lot of other kind of social trading, uh, products, what's, what's happened is they're like by default a trading product, but they think like, Oh, social is something that we can kind of shove on top of a, on top of an experience that hasn't been architected, uh, to accommodate for a social experience. So from day one, we've thought of everything on the product to be social. And so the layer is like integral to to the product
0: yeah i have to say i mean you know i agree with you about that and i think even with rayon one thing that we've always been like very focused about um focused on rather is about building micro communities i've always said that actually you know that the most exciting products of the future aren't going to be where you have a million followers or 10 million followers, but well, you know, it's going to be about actually where you have like relevant followers and there's value within the community. And I think, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but you know, one thing that is very unique about shares.io that, again, as you say, it's like baked into the product, is it's an opportunity really for you to see what your friends are doing. And actually, for you guys to help each other, um, it's fair to say that. And I think I'm showing my age here, hard ass, But uh, you know, uh, the older I get, the, the more I realise that actually, um, you know, you do speak hope more openly with friends about investments, and you do take more time to understand what, what other people are doing and see if it's something that fits or aligns with your your own financial objectives. I mean, th- that that said, in terms of the um, going back to your background. I have to also mention that a lot of the people that have gone on to build their own very successful um, tech startups, especially in this space, they kind of all have a background, Revolut. So, you know, I- I've spoken with quite a few people like, um I'm trying to think where it comes like blockchain.com. And I think they kind of all started off um, just jumping somewhat. So like, w- what is your background from a tech perspective? And. How do you go about starting Conceptually, I understand how you've come up with the idea, but on day one, where do you say, right, if we're going to build this, this is where we then have to start?
1: Yeah, a uh, really good question. Uh, so technically, uh, I mean, I, I was a software engineer before, um, so, you know, quite a technical person myself. And uh, I think uh, to kind of start an initiative like this, like really it's about first aligning on, on the vision with the people that you're gonna be building building it with, right? And then the next step is to test as soon as possible, like what you're building is is gonna be valuable, right? Like people are gonna to wanna to use that. Uh, so I think the first step that we really took was uh, build out a very simple kind of offering uh, or start iterating as quickly as possible and then get it in the hands of, of close friends and family to get like feedback. Uh, so as you mentioned, like our hypothesis is, was very much around close friends. It, it was, it wasn't like a Twitter feed or it wasn't like, Hey, you can see like a bunch of random people posting about trading. It was really starting with your close space, because I think that's where we felt it was safe. It was trustworthy to discuss about financial concepts, which are generally, you know, people might not be very comfortable sharing about those in, in public spaces. So once we had that together, our first step was to kind of build out like rough mockups prototypes with me and my kind of design team and get it in the hands of people after we received a lot of positive feedback that hey this hasn't been done before we haven't we haven't felt trading to be like this uh we we understood that there's value into it and that's how we kind of then uh proceeded in going full steam ahead on not only the product but but the company as well
0: so 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 one thing i learned is that it was actually a vc that told me this um believe or not but they said that Um, early stage products when you give them away for free you give them away to your friends for instance to test you don't always get the most honest feedback um Mm. and you know and again we we gave rayon away for free to a few companies and believe it or not they didn't complain about it you know they might not have used it to the extent we wanted them to but they didn't complain about it i mean with with yourselves, what, what were the original or the early stage challenges when you did get that initial feedback? And how did you guys yeah. overcome it?
1: Yeah, so uh, I think it goes back to uh, the, the fact that you need to get it in the hands of people who are the primary audience for the product. Uh, so for us, the audience was people who were already discussing about trading. So those groups of people on Discord, on WhatsApp, who had those group chats, who were trading... What we wanted to do was put this product right in the hands of those people. So this was not something we were putting in the hands of people who have never invested before, who are new to investing, but rather like, okay, where are those groups of people who have those networks? So like, let's look at like colleges and universities where people have WhatsApp groups where they're discussing financial concepts. Yeah. Uh, I had a few friends uh, that that were in the fintech space who were very active on a lot of these channels, and you know they were following like. Twitter uh, traders who are giving them insights and tips. And so my goal was to get it in the hands of such kind of an audience, which can give us like valid feedback. Uh, So let's say, you know, when you're chatting about trading, there are certain like mechanics that you can build around that. Like, how can you share a stock chart easily? How can you like share uh, company financials easily on a chat? So these are all pieces of information that you can get from people who really use this, uh, like for their kind of primary use case. So, yeah, it was very challenging initially to 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 find those people, but but our hypothesis was uh, to get it right in the hands of people who we're building this for. Uh, and that was very beneficial for us when we started. And
0: ha- ha- how, how has your hypothesis evolved, if at all?
1: Yeah, so I think the hypothesis is uh, evolved because uh, for the people who do have friends, for the people who do have those networks of people that they discuss trading with, the product serves as like a great kind of uh, you know, like an experience that brings all of that together. Yeah. But what we found out that generally uh, a lot of people don't have friends who trade, you know, it's a like lot of people, that. you know, it's you know, so- like you might just know one person or a lot of our users, they, they, they wouldn't have those friends. And the thing is now, how can we connect them with yeah. like, like-minded people so they can develop those connections.
0: But can't you go beyond just like-minded people? Cause I've got to say, so like my, my friends. I don't think any of them own stocks, genuinely. Like, I don't think right. all of them have even got, like, pensions that have like, give them exposure to stocks. And they're, they're actually probably in – they're definitely all above, like, average in terms of earnings. But they've kind of, like, adopted this culture, and it's so common, especially in the UK, where we just, like, invest everything into, like, our houses. And I personally think that's a huge mistake. Huge. Um and I think it's going to have awful consequences. Is it, as sh- from, from shares.io, from your perspective, are there ambitions to go over, uh, go after that market and try and educate um, you know, th- these people that are maybe first-time buyers in the stock market? Or is it something whereby actually you'll just connect with the people that are used to buying it, that, that, sorry, that do trade at equities or trade stocks, and they will be the ones to then extend it onto their friends?
1: Oh, I mean, a hundred percent. I think education is key. I think, uh, and I'll I'll go as far as to say that I I don't think it's, it's been done well. Uh, I think education so far in products has really been about text articles, you know, like, Hey, they're going to put like a content article on there about what is an ETF or Mm -hmm. what is dollar cost averaging and users are just sort of expected to spend time educate themselves, which doesn't really solve the problem because, People most often like don't have time uh, to to read about these concepts, right? And I think again, the social experience that we keep talking about isn't only to supercharge the trading experience, but also the education experience. How can you learn with your friends on the product, right? And hasn't been done done well. And another area that I think we can innovate is solving that education problem when you have your friends on the product. What are engaging ways where you can chat? Like we can we as a product can allow you to educate yourselves together Uh, like let's say one of my friends is a is an expert trader he knows a lot about trading now how can they share their insights with me and the rest of our friend group Uh, and how as a product can we reward this person for sharing that information uh, with the with the wider friend circle and not even the friend circle like we're exploring ways where a person like that can gain influence on the product right ultimately the whole goal of social products is for people to to gain influence sort of rise in status and what is that core piece of influence for us is i think that knowledge about trading that can be disseminated to to the rest of the audience
0: yeah like that's that's interesting because like we're also like we're launching the next iteration of like rayon in about uh, 6 weeks and as part of it like i've actually been going to <clears throat> i've been approaching a lot of like influencers on uh, on youtube and there are some like people on there that will they'll pick a company and they'll build their entire channel around that company and i'm not joking that there's one one particularly i think he must save me about 3 hours a week he i pretty, all i need to do is watch his videos for 10 15 minutes and i've kind of got all the statistics all the data technical analysis and, and you know, qualitative understanding as to what has happened within, within that company. I and mean, is that kind of what you're thinking in terms of trajectory then for shares?
1: Yeah, I mean, I think we also need to make sure that people coming onto our product of, uh, you know, are like the other, like the people who will gain an influence are sort of qualified for that, right? Because what you'll see on a lot of social products is, uh, just anyone can go on there and act like they, they know about trading and spread, uh, misinformation, uh, talk Thank about you. things that will potentially lead in financial loss for consumers. Yeah, yeah. And like, we take that super seriously because uh, like, we have a duty to protect investors and trust and safety is important for us. So I think when we open that route, it has to be really important that people, uh, who gain that influence are, are. You know, they, they're following a certain strict rules of terms and conditions. They've been wedded by us. As a platform, we know that they are going to act in a certain way, which is putting investors for success. Uh, so, so again, it has to be done in a way that hasn't been done before. Uh, and these are all the places where we have to innovate and find uh, find good solutions for our investors.
0: And- um, in terms of, in terms of like, actually, I'm going to jump. I was going to ask you something about but and how it compares, but I'm going to ask before I come on to that, the name Shares, like there must be a story behind shares.io. Like it's hard enough to get a really cool name, but you've kind of got the coolest of names and uh, it just encapsulates, you know, it has, a, it has a double meaning, right? You're sharing with your friends, you're buying shares. How, how are you able to secure that name?
1: Yeah, so I have to admit, like, I give that entire credit to my, my co-founder, Ben. Uh, and I think he he kind of got it, like, absolutely right, like he does with many other things. And uh, he, when when we were thinking about names, he he had this in his mind. It was, like, almost imprinted. And when he shared the name shares with us, we were like, yeah, like, you know, it could be cool. But it, it's just the the perfect, perfect name. Uh, and over time, it's kind of grown on everyone. And... Uh, I, I don't think we could have we could have uh, gotten like a better kind of name that articulates so well with our vision, our mission, and like who we are as people. Uh, we're like social social individuals, and I uh, really really like the fact that he was able to kind of secure that for us.
0: When, when when did he do that? Like shares.io must have. I mean,
1: yeah, it was it, it was like last year. It was literally last year and, and, when and we were starting out. On.
0: like one two three reg or whatever it is, and you've just yeah. it was available.
1: Yeah, no, it wasn't initially, uh, but he was able okay. to get it, get it for us. Uh, and he, he, I know he was very persistent, and he was right about getting it like the month that we had kind of started the company. So, yeah, credit to him. Right.
0: Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. And and uh, yeah, like, it, it's it's a, it's an awesome name. It really is. Um, look, I, I, I wanted to ask you somewhat. So, you know, we've just we've discussed the genesis of the company. We know a bit a bit more about your background. Um, Crypto is obviously like the hot topic right now. Um, I'm, again, I'm very open and honest about my thoughts on crypto. I think that, you know, what we're seeing in the crypto market is very similar to what we experienced in the tech bubble crisis 2001 sort of time. Um, I think that when we come out of it, the coins that survive will be much stronger. I also think they'll have utility. Um, I go back and forth on Bitcoin, if I'm honest. Um, but w- w- one thing that, I'm very consistent about and my thoughts don't change is that actually like, you know, shares and equities are the opportunity for people to create generational wealth. They are the opportunity. If you're smart to, you know, secure your future without taking any like unnecessary uh, risk, but of course, you know, being sensible about it. I mean, where, where does the crypto market fit in for you guys, if at all, or is it just something that you guys don't even like discuss?
1: no uh, i mean it's huge for us it's huge uh i think uh we are very bullish on crypto uh generally also if you think about crypto as a as an asset class it's inherently social uh, especially in the recent times you know there's more discussions there's more uh people who want to know more about crypto uh as compared to even stocks right and there's uh there's been kind of a wave of investors that have just skipped out the the, the stock trading um uh, life cycle and they've just jump straight into the crypto world. Uh, so we believe that I think crypto is going to be a, a, a big player for us. I mean, obviously recently, you know, uh, all sort of assets were inflated and, you know, we saw a lot of money being pumped into the crypto markets and that we've seen how that's ended, but I think in the long term, uh, I do see as people educate themselves more about, about the real use case of crypto, uh, I, I do see uh, us playing a huge part uh, in, in the crypto and the web three space as a chess.
0: I, get you. I mean and, and and in terms of the challenges that we're currently seeing in the crypto space, the fit and tech sector, um, yeah. are, are they short-lived? Are they concerns? Is it something which is just part of capitalism and you know a, a boom and bust economy?
1: Yeah, I think uh, there's there's a huge issue around like like trust a little bit, I believe you know it's like uh, understanding like how trustworthy are some of the the investments that you're making. Uh, and I think we have a responsibility to solve that. It's like, okay, how can we, like, if, if certain instruments are like volatile, if they're risky, do, do we even want to have them on our product? Uh, you know, can we safeguard investors from, from instruments that are like, like, you know, they haven't been vetted, they don't have a great kind of like historical past, and we, we do see them as riskier, even from like a user experience standpoint. How can we, you know, like, let's say there's a price chart of an instrument that has gone through huge amounts of volatility. Uh, can we can we better educate people to say, hey, this is really volatile, you know, you should guard against investing in these instruments. Uh, so there's like a whole uh, kind of piece of work that we have to do around around crypto. when we, when we launch that uh, about how it's it's it's, you know, safe for people to like start getting into it. And I think it's, the, the goal is to kind of start step by step. It's like introduce field tokens have good education learning materials around that test that out see if it's headed in the right direction and then we slowly kind of uh you know iterate on top on top of that
0: and and, and in terms of that are you like there, there's and it kind of goes back to what you were saying before there's a huge education around what it is that you're doing and, and the value um in what in what you're creating um is there are there any ambitions particularly um to try and at least provide educational material to um, to people on your platform where they can just like literally understand specifically step by step, this is what a share is, this is the value that it creates and this is this is what crypto is. Is that something or is it something whereby the, the community itself on shares.io will dictate the direction in which you guys head in?
1: Yeah, uh, Lawrence, I think it's not even like a platform thing. I think like we also want to, as you mentioned, the word community, right? A lot of times, Uh, like we forget but but the community can be a super powerful tool that like differentiates like what we're doing with any other product and you know like now in the post-covid world where people are kind of getting back to like real events you're actually seeing people face to face more we want to create like a huge movement around like the community it's like bringing people together physically in places where we can run events we can actually like we can do things like creatively right like if you look at our logo it's it's like it's a pie uh like piece of the pie and we want to like do events around bringing your friend groups into like events where we, we we educate people together there's like sessions that we run with our community team and it's not only the uk like we're planning to launch in all over europe and other countries and we really believe and we bring all of these communities together we can not only educate but like really make this whole experience like fun it's like people can meet other investors in real life. Uh, you know, if you look at like uh, products like Meetup or uh, other social products where people are meeting, there's tons of groups uh, just around people trying to connect with others in in investing, uh, also meeting other people who are enthusiastic about crypto. And I think as we open up our platform for those connections to happen, we also wish to like build this community out out in the physical world because that's a great touch point for, for our product and our brand as well.
0: And, and w- will you ever be essentially looking to actually like manage the money for your clients? Or is that not part, part of a roadmap for you guys? Uh,
1: yeah, I mean, I think uh, if that that's kind of, uh, you know, the direction we head in uh, based on like also the maturity of the product. Uh, once we have that element of trust, when people are investing with us, they feel like we've created like a safe platform. Uh, I think that's definitely something we can look at.
0: And do you see yourselves again? You know, in terms of ambitions, like especially in the UK, there's a lot of like old school like uh, asset management companies. I'm not going to drop any names, but there's a lot of mm. old school asset management companies, and you know they're very popular with the you know those that are either approaching retirement or have now retired, but they're incredibly expensive. Um, The performance is, you know, for the most part, it's okay, but it's nothing special. Um, Is this something whereby, again, a a market that you guys are going to naturally gravitate towards? Because there's so many companies that are managing 50 billion, 100 billion, 200 billion. And again, I can say this because I'm speaking from experience. Their products are kind of average at best, you know? But people just, again, going back to the education piece, they don't really have... um, the, the, yeah, they, they don't have the knowledge rather to actually consider these more modern companies like Shares.io. So is that kind of on the roadmap as well?
1: Yeah, I think, uh, you know, they, the, the products that you've mentioned, right, they, they have a certain audience. They have a certain uh, user group that prefers them. And I think for us, really, like, our experience is extremely modern, right? Like yeah. our experience is, uh, is something that, you know, you won't find on a trading product. Uh, so it's really about us getting this like next wave of investors and resonate with them. Uh, so it's it's a product for the for the new generation. And I think uh, again, if once we mature as a product, uh, I do believe that you know there's a there's a shot that we can take where a lot of these mature investors also see the value uh, as they see that okay, this is this is a much superior product experience. Uh, they can actually educate themselves better than they can uh, on a lot of the old school products and we're also cheaper uh, we're doing things 10x better uh, so you know again it's it's a win-win for both uh, both the audiences so I think that's how we're looking at it or we want to be a product that is uh, that is not expensive to use it's easy to use and the experience is just 10x better than any other creative product
0: sure I mean again as someone who's recently signed up to it it's very simple I kind of feel that I, I, you get like um free shares when you sign up right?
1: Yes. yes uh, so initially you know we just want you to experience uh, experience like your share ownership on the house yeah so it's like hey like you know if you're a bit worried about about like putting your own money we we gift you a free stock that's like the easiest way for you to experience the feeling of being a shareholder and for us uh, that's worked out quite well recently
0: I, I'm sure that's that's very very popular um and again so so next steps next steps for shares for shares.io um and again I, I feel this is really relevant for again the round community because I've got to say that I think now about 85 90 of our community is between the ages of 18 to 24. right we have a high high percentage of people that have all like invested in crypto they haven't necessarily bought equities but um you know what w- what can they expect to see from your company because I really want to use. Um, Rayon, as an opportunity to like, educate these people and again, encourage yeah. them to really be forward thinking, possibly yeah. more than yeah. what, what uh, my generation have been and actually just start investing, even if it's a small amount, start investing from now.
1: No, for sure. I think there's tons of exciting things that are coming. Uh, I think the first uh, thing that I want to highlight is generally like so far trading experience has really been about buying and selling. Oh, you know, a lot of products have nailed this like execution piece, which is like, hey, I go to a stock page or a, or a crypto token, I buy it. Eventually what happens is this investment just becomes like a number. It's like, oh, okay, I'm $20 up or I have X percent in gain or losses, right? But I think that defeats the purpose of ownership. Like share ownership was never just like buying and selling. It was actually building that that relationship with the brand that you're investing in. And something that we are really thinking about uh, is actually innovating in this space, which is how does an ownership, shareholder ownership experience feel and look like? What would it be to be a part of a community of shareholders that are uh, owning the same stock like you? Like, you know, imagine you really like shopping at Nike and you, you buy sneakers from there, and then you're also like a shareholder of Nike. How do we bring those experiences together? And I think that's where community is so important and we have a very exciting product in the pipeline that we're working on that will i believe change the way people have interacted with brands completely. uh so that's the first step well, after that, also... that or? sorry I'm
0: trying to interrupt you but can we can are you able to give us any like insight into that product or
1: yeah so i think i'll kind of wait until we okay. have like early <laughs> prototypes uh but okay. you know Lawrence we can share them with you uh, early on so well, so you can get your opinion but uh, I think that's something that we are very bullish on and I really want to change the way trading has worked. Like it's, it's really been about buying and selling and it's like kind of a lottery or uh, for lack of a better word, it's like a casino. Like you go, you buy, you make X money and you're out, but that's never how the capital markets like, or like it was to really believe in the company, invest in it, and then have like rights to like kind of vote on shareholder meetings, ask the questions to the leadership and get rewarded like be for being a shareholder. Yeah. And I think no product is doing that. Um, so that's what we're super excited about. Also, as we start introducing more assets on the product, we also improve the social experience a little bit more. Uh, we hope that this product will serve the needs of all, all of the user base that you mentioned. And next step for us is being super ambitious on international expansion so that we can bring this vision to life, not only in UK, but around the world.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And again, like, I, I completely understand the community piece. So like one, one thing that I think I really like what you just said there is that I think that we've got all these like trading apps now and the challenge is that, like you say, it's become almost like a casino rather than investing. And I think that actually one challenge is that, you know, it's very tempting to now you can buy and sell so easily, so freely. You know back in the day you used to have to like phone up a number, stay on hold, wait to speak to someone and you know make the trade. But now um, you know there's such a free flow of what you can like you can sit there buying and selling all day that I I certainly agree with you. I think that actually there's there needs to be at least a community of people that invest and they understand that investing is more about discipline than probably anything else, you know. Um, and I think investing in the fundamentals for the long term as opposed to just thinking actually, is this gonna go up today? I can buy it today and sell it tomorrow, which yeah,
1: I yeah. And I, I think that's a habit that, that can cause harm, right? And I think for us it's like, okay, look, I, I go to a like a Chipotle store. I really like the food. I really like how the operation is run. And I, you know, I buy stock of Chipotle because I think the, the business is like like it's catered for people, people like me. So then how can I start interacting with Chipotle as a brand, really getting into their Numbers Like how, how does me purchasing and going to Chipotle on a weekly basis, like how does the unit economics tie into how the company makes money, right? And then I start like learning more about the brand, connecting with them, and that shared ownership actually means something to me. And then eventually if I'm invited to, to some events where I can vote, I can listen to their leadership talk about it, uh, I, I think it just, that's the missing piece uh, which hasn't been tackled.
0: And speaking about brands, um, who can we credit with your really cool brand? I don't just mean the name now. I'm talking about the actual, like the website, the designs. It was, was that you or your team that have done that?
1: No, so I think it was a team effort. Uh, again, uh, I would like to credit like uh, my co-founder, Ben, uh, you know, our design team. And uh, most importantly, Nicholas, uh, who was, uh, you know, our CMO. He worked extremely hard on the brand. And I think he's uh, he's uh, really gifted in the, the creative space where he, he was able to connect dots and bring this brand to life. Oh, so it's like really like a massive team effort here.
0: Oh, I, I, I love it. It's really cool. Hey, um, l- last, last question. Just um, just learning a bit about your company culture. You know, you've obviously, it sounds like you've got a very close bond with your team. It sounds like you guys, it's huge respect for, you know, um, within the team and w- what you guys are working towards. Um, w- in terms of like growth and hiring and culture, you know, Um, what are you guys or what are you looking for right now in terms of hires and if anyone wants to work for shares.io what are the core qualities that you're looking to see like in those individuals
1: yeah i think uh first and most importantly we want people who understand the mission right they understand like what we're trying to do uh where the experience is broken currently and how shares is going to change the like how we're going to change the industry how we're trying to like bring a unique offering to life. So that's the first and foremost for me when I'm interviewing anyone. Right. And number two is obviously there's no shortcuts, right. We're on a mission where it requires a lot of hard work and it requires execution on a, on a scale that, that, you know, we haven't seen. So delivering the, the, the product that we did in six months time was a precedent in the industry. Like we haven't seen products brought to life, like so quickly, especially in a regulated brokerage space. Uh, so again, that's an example. We were number two on the App Store uh, very recently in the finance uh, source So extreme user growth that we saw. So again, we want passionate people who resonate with the, with the mission and also people who are ready to get their hands dirty, uh, work extremely hard and accomplish the KPIs that we have set for ourselves.
0: Jass. it's uh, very impressive what you guys have done. And uh, yeah, I, I actually really look forward to actually getting this out to the uh, around community. So... Thank you very, very much for your time today.
1: Lawrence, uh, it's been a pleasure. And I thank you again for your time. I look forward to speaking with you soon.